0: Episode 116, Part 3 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed.
1: I am your host, Sean. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part (laughs) 3.
0: Hello, Sean, and thank you for introing this show for us.
1: Why, it's my pleasure, Ed.
0: (laughs) So, here in Part
1: 3, we give you the latest and greatest in nerd news. Um, What that might be? Well, you'll just have to listen to the episode. (laughs) Uh, We do talk um, a lot of... Uh, casting news. Yeah. It's, it's been, like I said, combinations of casting, yes. Like I said, in part, at the end of part two, um, there's been a lot of buzz about casting rumors. Um, we talk, uh, to give you a little brief uh, synopsis, we talk about the casting of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. We talk the casting of the Deadpool movie. We, ca- we talk the casting of Doctor Strange and Those Are the Three. Yes. That's a lot. Because <laughs> we spent a lot of time in there. Then we talk about a um, an, an actor. I'm going to say he's an actor. Yeah. Um, well known, sort of. But right. not him himself, by by the work, body of work. He's done. He's done. He wants to, um, with the help of you, which I'll let you know a little secret. They already met their Kickstarter goal, so spoiler alert. Right. Um, what the project is, uh, we'll, we we have to wait to find out what that is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we hope you enjoy it. And we, you know, we'll be back at the end to kind of wrap it all up in a nice, neat little Christmas bow. And that was Brick House by
0: Rob Zombie. Somebody.
1: Rob Zombie for House of 1,000 Corpus. All
0: right. So, uh, you're
1: listening to Geeksters Live on AquaniteRadio.com, iTunes Radio, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Just search Night Radio and those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page at Geeksters Radio and like us. Or, fo- or follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram on at Geeksters Radio.
0: Is that right? I don't know. I stopped paying attention. Oh, sorry. Nah.
1: <laughs> yes. All right. So, let's get to nerd news. All right. What? What do we got this week, Ed, in nerd news? Nerd nerd... Nerds in
0: space. Sorry. Alright, what, what do you got? What do I got? Herpes. Oh, um... Really? You would have nuts that on the air?
1: Have you named them?
0: <laughs>
2: this is George. That's Sal. Lewis. <laughs> Freddy
0: and little Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Suicide Squad cast you reveal. Whoa. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> you want to try it again? with a, a little too much zeal? Too much zeal. Alright, a little less zeal. Suicide Squad cast <laughs> reveal Jarrett right. Jared Leto as Joker. Okay. Is that better? Yes. Yeah, so uh, we have our
1: cast for the Suicide Squad
0: movie. Let me run it down for you, kids. Jared Leto as Joker. Will Smith as Deadshot, Tom Hardy as Rick Flag, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, Ja Courtney as Boomerang, and Cara Delevingne. Cara Delevingne I actually actually crossed it out for some reason. As Enchantress, it's going to be directed by David Ayer, and produced by Charles Roven. Okay, good.
1: So we got it. We got. It. We got a movie. We got a screen. <laughs> now
0: you have to comment, Sean. Um you, you didn't want to comment until you heard official word. It's here's the official okay. word.
1: Again, I, I talked about her on the air, the chick playing uh, Harley Quinn, what is her name again? It
0: is I'm gonna be asking those names. Margot Robbie.
1: Okay. Sexy as hell. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with the look of the person, you know, but again, not to be shallow about it. It's her voice. If she can't nail Harley Quinn's voice, it's going to pull me out of that movie.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same as with with Gambit. Right. You know, if if he can't do that Cajun accent. Like I said, I got,
1: I got, that's one of my, the first critique I had about the Dark Knight Rises was the fact that they didn't go Latin American with Bane's voice. Mm -hmm. They went with like this posh English guy. And I'm like, that's not Bane. That's not Bane. And for the rest of the movie, every time he said something, I'm like, fuck, this sucks.
2: And I, and the thing is, is like, now for Bane, I didn't know the difference. Right. You know, and I hate to, (laughs) this is going to sound horrible. I like Tom, Tom Hardy better with the mask on.
1: I uh, understand. It's,
2: it is what it is, you know, but, um. Tom
1: Hardy's playing, um, I forget the, Rick Flag. I don't, I don't know what his character. Rick Flag. Who is, what's his handle in the comic book universe? Like the guy playing Boomerang, I like him. He's, uh, you know, uh, Will Smith being Deadshot. Okay, he is the. Uh, here's my problem. He's not that he's black. I love Will Smith. My problem is is that is this going to be an ensemble cast or is this going to be a Will Smith movie?
2: God, I hope not. That's where my. I love Will Smith, but he has not put out a good movie in a long time.
1: Right. I mean, his last movie, After Earth bombed hard yeah
2: and that was his
1: right it was based on a story from him he, yeah he put his kid in it the two of them it's like hey I'm a, I'm a famous movie star so i can do whatever i want i want to now make a movie with my kid you know and someone's gonna go what's will smith let's do it i am legend while i liked it also wasn't really strong in the box office either yeah and i'm more of a fan of the short story than i am of uh you know the story that was mm-hmm. in the movie theater yeah mm-hmm. um <clears throat> So I'm I'm a little hesitant about him as casting because maybe like if his ego, it being a Will Smith movie versus a collaborative effort because let's face it the only reason why you're going to go see it is for Harley Quinn and with Jared Leto being the Joker
0: I, again I I I mean I, I I understand where you're coming from um for me to see Suicide Squad is not the reason why is Harley Quinn that is a uh, a positive note, if uh, like if I'm look, that's what I'm going to be looking for or is that voice for her for Harley right. Quinn. But that's not the reason why I'm going to go see Suicide Squad.
1: Why you go see Suicide Squad?
0: Because it's probably a requirement for the show to go see okay. Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. I mean, well, yeah, we'll probably
1: see it because it is you know it is a, a superhero movie yeah. that we'll go see it and we'll make comments about it and yeah. stuff like that. Um, it would be the first time Harley Quinn's portrayed in a big screen. I mean, I think a lot she has. Out of that cast of characters, she probably is the biggest draw. To mm-hmm. go see her. In. Yeah. Having Joker on the big big screen, I've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, it's not a big draw. Jared Leto playing Joker? I don't know. I, I can't... I, I liked him in some stuff. I didn't like him in other stuff. I, I do think that they grabbed him because of his Oscar win. Right. You know, I, you know
0: and then, of course, though going on, I don't want to cut you off but i mean there are in the talks of getting um jesse eisenberg to play uh coming as lex right Mm coming as lex Luthor into this movie and they have still not cast yet for uh amanda walker a waller Waller. Swaller, waller yes uh but they do have a list of 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 uh possible actresses to play the that role right and Mm -hmm. some of them i'm like one of them i'm like i would love to see this one just because of the name alone but You'll find out when I, when I say the three names. Okay. Ready? Viola Davis, uh-huh. Octavia Spencer, and Oprah Winfrey. Okay, you're probably <laughs> thinking of Oprah. <laughs> That's right.
1: Um, see, I'm going to say, which, which, which Amanda Waller are they going with? Are they going to go with thin Amanda Waller or big, heavy set so Amanda Waller? <laughs> like, I mean, are they going to Amanda the Tank Waller or, or the new 52 version where she's thinner and sexier? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do that, probably Viola Davis is the better of the choice. Um, if you're going to go that way, I don't like. I don't know if, if they're gonna add Oprah. I'm not saying she's a horrible actress. I've never really seen any of the stuff. I can't see. In. I
0: mean, I can't see being her the uh, a ruthless character. I mean, because that's kind of what Matt Waller is, I mean, right? She, yeah. she's not. You know, because she doesn't really care about yeah. those people, she right? I mean, yeah. she wants the job done, and she's going to use it, it's expendable characters, and that they die. Oh well. Yeah. You know? For those
1: people who don't know, Suicide Squad is a bunch of uh, criminals that are are willing to do the job that nobody else gets done mm-hmm. for the government. Thing is that there's a little bomb implanted in their necks that Amanda Waller has the button to, so if mm. anybody gets out of line, she can just highlander them, highlander them by popping off their head. I don't see I don't see Oprah having that kind of ruthless mentality about herself. Yeah. But then again, could be the reason why she's perfect cast, because you it's one thing you won't expect. Yeah. Like maybe there is that side of her that no one's ever seen and maybe she wants they approach her with it, maybe she gets to kind of.
0: I mean, she's flex gotta be. To be honest with you, she has to be somewhat kind of ruthless. I mean, she had Oprah Winfrey for twenty five years, and, and of how many guests she had, a stars guests, and yeah. and thing, and being so popular for so many years, and then she creates her own channel,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, basically, and, and you know, the Oprah Winfrey Network, and and trying to keep audiences coming back, I, just not for her show, but for other programming as well i mean
1: i i mean it would be good for her financially not financially because it's not like she needs the money right but it would be good for exposure because she would she would hit a different demographic than her normal one is Mm -hmm. she began she would be getting the younger crowd to go like 20 years ago everyone knew oprah we all know oprah because of who she used to be Mm -hmm. versus who she is so maybe like a teenager now would be more inclined to watch her show because she was Amanda Waller. Maybe a little kid would be like, oh my God, it opens up her stardom to a, a wider audience. Audience, yeah. broader, broader audience,
3: Bigger spectrum.
1: I don't really foresee her in 20 years hitting the Comic-Con circuit to you know, mm-hmm. sign DVDs and Blu-rays. She won't but, need to. Right, she won't need to. I mean, you know, um, granted same thing with Will Smith and Jared Leto those yeah. guys are not Side, gonna...
0: suicide squad as long as you watch my show yeah <laughs> hey, and you get a blu-ray and you, you get, get a blu-ray, blu-ray
1: and you get a blu-ray but you just Peace. get a DVD yeah. yes you know I mean I honestly I don't think I, I think that that's a name they just throw out to kind of Like, let's say let's throw some names at the wall and see who sticks yeah right?
0: Who's gonna I mean, come back? Go, hey, I'm supposed to be a Waller. I yeah, um, I'll be, mean, I'll be glad to do it.
1: So it's, it's like I said, my uh, the Amanda Waller part. Uh, Viola Davis has always been a good actress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tavia again, she's another actress winner from from um, The Help. Mm-hmm. You know, she could play a good role too. I mean, but there's that part is kind of like as far as I'm, as far as me going put my ass in that seat isn't a major part, right? For me personally, the major part is Harley. Plain and simple. I'm mean, curious to see how Jared Leto is going to handle the Joker. Uh, also, too, Joker has never really been part of the Suicide
0: Squad. Right.
1: He's always, I mean, he's known as the Joker. He doesn't work well with others, so mm-hmm. I could see him being in Arkham Asylum and maybe that
0: being distractions. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, the only thing with him being in the Suicide Squad movie. Would be if they decide to set up a Joker-Batman confrontation with Ben Affleck's mm-hmm. character. Like and then, like when Batman gets his own movie. When Ben gets his own Batman movie. Hit him with the Joker right away. Because you've already established who he is. Side square, right? You've already established. Because it's supposed to come out in 2016. The release date is August 5th, 2016. Okay. So it's the same year of Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. After, actually. So. Yes. So. If it's if it's setting up for a Joker Batman conversation, fine, I could see it. How he's going to portray the Joker—that's mm-hmm. the big mystery. Is he going to go over the top? Is he going to go psycho? Is he going to go Jack Nicholson? Is he going to go Heath Ledger? Or Is he going to do something completely different? Like, I mean, with the Joker character, you can go a bunch of different ways. The problem is, and it, it, it's the same problem that Heath Ledger had, was that Heath came in with everyone trying going to compare him to. Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Completely made it his own, completely the completely different Joker. Problem is, now you have two Jokers in movie history that both were great for their time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Can Jared Leto do something that's going to make a person go, holy crap, he made it his own?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, some people go, well, I don't acknowledge Nicholson, I don't acknowledge Ledger, I acknowledge, mm-hmm. you know, Mark Hamill. Like, you know... Yeah, yeah. I mean so I mean that's that's the kind of thing it's like I'm on the fence it is one of those things like I don't have to wait and see I mean I don't think he's a bad actor I just don't know like I I don't there are certain times where I I kind of feel like DC is in a position where they're not doing so well as far as like popularity of the movies it seems like when it comes if you go movie movie universe Mm -hmm. DC's got a lot of problems as far as fans liking them, as yeah. far as critics <laughs> liking them, as far as bringing any kind of fun and, and joy to the movies, they're all dark and dreary. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're more going, how many people can we get hired that are going to put asses in the seats because of, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of back when, like Batman and Robin, Batman Forever, where it's let's get who's ever hottest at the time, mm-hmm. who's ever, because we got Will Smith, right away it becomes a Will Smith movie.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: you're going to get people in there because it's Will Smith. If it becomes more dead shot focused than anything else, people might not like it because you're not. The, some a lot of people are there are going to be there to see Harley. Mm. You know, if she doesn't do the voice, you know, that's going to be another contention towards mm-hmm. people. And then, you know, someone will come up with an excuse with like, well, we thought she was the best actress. Does her, does her voice really matter? It's, it's did she capture the essence of Harley Quinn.
2: But if the voice is a of, significant part of it, of, then that's Yeah, the voice is a significant part of her, of her
1: essence. Mm.
2: And there are going to be some people <clears throat> who don't care about that, but...
1: Right, and those people who don't care about it probably don't know the Batman arc of, You know, Batman yeah. anime mean, Like, again, or... I
2: didn't know that Bane had... Yeah, he was uh, from South America. Yeah, I had no clue. All I knew is that, you know, he has a giant mask on and he looks a lot better with the mask on. <laughs>
1: So I mean, and did they just hire Jarrett Lita because he is coming off an Oscar winner?
0: Does like, not say in the article. Like, well, no, I I, they're I, not going to. They're, they're
1: going to uh, say, "Here's your people. Right. Right, four are you for you against?" Like the the guy who's playing Boomerang, he would he played um, John Connor's son, not John Connor. He played a uh, John McClane's son in uh, Live Free Die Hard. Oh. Now you're starting to recognize him, Jai. Yeah, yeah he's been in a bunch of movies and action flicks. Yeah, I think he's going to be in Terminator Genesis. Yes, which did you see the trailer for that? Looks awesome. It looks awesome. Um, so I mean, I'm kind of like on the fence about this whole movie. Like, I kind of want to see it, mm-hmm. but now I'm starting to think like I, I want. I'm going to these DC movies just to see if it's going to be a train wreck. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be whether or not I'm. Which is a
2: shame because on, on one hand, it's like you know, with a movie like that, I do want to go in and. Expect that's going to be halfway decent, but yeah, part of the draw is how bad is it going to suck? Yeah, or are they actually going to turn it around a little? Yeah, bit? because
0: they need a big win in the column.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing.
0: I mean, and and what what makes it fearful is the fact is that they could go a completely different direction mm-hmm. with all this cast yeah. and like with with characters that you know and love, and it's like either you're going to be blown away by it mm-hmm. or you're going to be horrified by it. Yeah. And if it's and that's the thing, if there's certain things that are not in there that they probably won't go with because oh that was animated series that voice does not really count. Yeah, we used it in the uh, Arrow, but it was just something we just kind of threw was it something in. We threw in for the fans, fans. And,
1: and the TV show's got nothing to do with the movie. Us, right, because mm-hmm. as we already know, they hired somebody else to play the Flash. Yeah, you know, so
0: it's like so those kind of things that happen. So you're you already know like certain things that they might try something different, and then you're like, well. Unless they really blow me away with it, I like you know, what voice? But odds are nobody's going to say that. Everybody's going right. to go, the voice wasn't there. It was horrible.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean that's she. I feel bad for her. Like it's it's a great role for mm. her. It gives her way more exposure than Wolf of Wall Street probably will. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she, I'm saying, I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her going, you better fucking live up to the hype. Yeah. That's that is already in the psyche of you know comic books I mean this is this is the first character that went from never being a part of a comic book to being part of the DC mythology Mm. just based on her two or three episodes from the animated series yeah she got a handful more in later in the later years but that first episode people fell in love with her right away Mm -hmm. you know me it took me a little longer it took me until she became part of the comic book mythos you know but now like you're you're bringing her into the movies like you better be fucking careful with her. Like, she's great in the video games. Mm -hmm. People can bitch about her look. Oh, they slutted her up. Like, I gotta be honest, I was never a big fan of the whole Harley Quinn outfit, the original. Some people were. It wasn't my thing. I'm not saying it because it wasn't sexy. It just just never popped to me. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite outfit was was the Arkham City one. You know, like, it's it's the dual-tone, you know, bustier, the jeans, the boots. She looks more badass and more like, she looks like somebody that's not taking herself... She's taking herself a little bit more seriously. It's like she's more of an adult bad guy than a kid bad guy. Right. You know, but I don't know. It's one of those we'll have to wait and see. And, and for coming off the heels of Batman v Superman, we all know that one's going to make a billion bucks. Yeah. That one flat out. Yeah. There's, that's a no, that's a no brainer. But to follow that movie up with a list of characters that are untested, I'm, you know, it's it's a risk. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a huge risk. It's a huge risk because they're they're doing that before a Wonder Woman Wonder Woman movie. They're doing that before a standalone Batman movie.
2: And oh. I mean, it's possible that that risk will pay off, and maybe they're putting <coughs> it out almost as a tester. Maybe you know, I mean, just to just to be like, all right, this is maybe the direction that they're going to be going with Wonder Woman and with Batman, and <laughs> just kind of getting it out there and see how the the um, audiences respond to their treatment
1: maybe i mean or maybe because uh i think you know obviously joker is part of that joker or harley are part of mm. batman mm-hmm. deadshot i think is part of um batman as well Let me look. is there anything like like the, that Rogues gallery isn't all batman no like i know um <clears throat> boomerang's more of a Flashback guy yeah you know um i think deadshot was um a batman guy or you know
0: i don't remember it says yeah he's is is batman, batman. he's
2: batman okay, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Flag, I think... I... Well, it says here, I just looked up Rick oh.
0: Flag, he's, 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 it's basically, he's just a, uh, he's a fictional character in the DC Comics universe, he's, there are three of them, there's father, son, and grandson, the, the father, Fla- uh, Richard Flag is the original Suicide Squad, he, and a World War II unit, after okay. that there was the, uh, he was a member of the Task Force X, the son, Rick Flagg Jr., was a member of the Forgotten Heroes and led two different incarnations of Su- the Suicide Squad.
1: Okay. So so they really don't have any He's not kinda, like special abilities yeah. or anything like that. No, he's, he's just, just a soldier. Kinda, yeah, all right. Ah, I mean, well, fingers crossed. Maybe we'll
0: see what happens. Okay, what's next? Another comic book movie news. Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool Deal. Um... Time, yeah, let's see. It's official now that they're finalizing the deal with Ryan Reynolds to for him to portray uh, Deadpool in his own Wade (laughs) Wilson. Yes,
1: Uh, hold on. This will be
0: directed by Tim Miller, who has done a strong visual effects through his VX, sorry, VFX House Blur Films. Okay, Uh, and he's uh, Miller has been developing the film for several years from a script. By Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick. Okay,
1: um, X Men Origins Wolverine was done in two thousand and nine. So here it is, five years later, mm-hmm. and they finally cemented a deal that should have been signed almost a day after they released this movie. Yes. Um, uh, is it, I'm still and, and and I don't if it wasn't for that. Um, that video,
0: yeah,
1: that animated video that they made with him as the voice of Deadpool.
0: They wouldn't have made it. I don't think they would have made it because no. I think
1: that once they showed that this movie could work in an R-rated fashion, because now the big thing is—is is, is it going to be R-rated? You know, I think Marvel would be wise to go R-rated with this movie. You have to, yeah. <clears throat> they can they they establish themselves as you know what. Here it is. Everyone wants a Deadpool movie. Right. Here it is. We're going to make it hard. We're going to make it an R-rated movie because that's. His character is very R-rated. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, he's from the comic books, so they don't really make him curse or anything like that. But that video game is an R-rated video game with the cursing and, the, you know, mainly with just language. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if they could do a PG-13 movie, as long as they doesn't drop as so many fucks in it. Right. Mm-hmm. You're allowed the one, you know, like, yeah, yeah. give him the one. I mean even when I saw Hercules he had the one fuck I was like all right good place to put it you know yeah. like it's more of a game like where can you put it where it make it works yeah um so i mean it could work as a pg13 movie but
0: i, I think it would make i think it would work
1: better as an r
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay. i mean i know i agree with you but i mean it's just like if they smartly write the film and the way as snarky comments are made you could get away with a lot more you yeah. know yeah. yeah, like there's a lot of over you know <laughs> subtitle rating that you could put in there. Yeah, that, you
1: know. Ronald Reynolds is great at, at doing that. Yeah. You know, he made his whole career on the whole snarky comment. Yeah. And, you know, from two and a half, uh, two guys that are growing a pizza place to, you know, anything he's been in the last three years. Yeah. He's got that dry, snarky, I'm going to say Bill Murray-esque mm-hmm. delivery. Yeah. You know, where he can say something smart ass and you, he's endearing for it. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I
0: mean, I think I think that's good. finally good casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is something that was I found that was interesting as reading this article the fact is, is that they, of course they said you know where where uh, Ryan Reynolds got his start as Deadpool in the X Men: War Wolverine, but they gave they gave a bit of a backstory that he was a smart mouth mercenary with terminal cancer who yeah. undergoes military expenses in turning to replicate Wolverines mutant healing factor i know he was that was one of the factors that they wanted was the 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 healing factor for him but i know he had terminal cancer yeah yeah yeah
1: he was he had terminal cancer and it it, the healing factor took but didn't heal him all the way so that's why whenever he pulls off his mask in the comic book he always looks like he's he's like almost rotting because it it, it got him at a point where he didn't it wasn't uh he was already too far gone with terminal cancer to be able to cure anything right So he's constantly in that flux. He's always in constant pain of he's dying as, you know, he's healing. Mm. So that's why he's always kind of in pain. He's always, Mm -hmm. you know, which was also affected his mental state. Okay. Because he's always like he wants to die or, Mm -hmm. you know, but now he's just kind of like all batshit crazy. Sort of. Like, you know. Even the movie, you ask a crazy person, even, you know, I'm curious to see if they're going to do the whole, you know, um, inner monologue. Like, because when you read Deadpool, he's got... Deadpool the character mm-hmm. and then he's got like the, the he's got two other personalities in his head when he talks to himself mm-hmm. like the uptight straight guy mm-hmm. and then the wild crazy guy Yeah, like if you see in the video game yeah. all three personalities are, are in uh, play yeah. so I'm kind of curious to see if they do something like that in the movie too okay you know? that'd be interesting but yeah I mean it's about time I can't wait to see it I'll be that's one movie I you know what to expect especially since they did the animated thing yeah like if they do it in that tone, I'm in. Yeah. You know. So, it's
0: chimichanga time.
1: <laughs> okay, what else?
0: It's official. Benedict Cumberbatch is Marvel's Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah, again... Per, like It's funny. Marvel's got two right-out-of-the-gate perfect castings. Mm-hmm. DC is kind of like the... I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. for some reason... I mean, granted, some people... I've seen people bitch about Cumberbund as Dr. Strange because it's too on the nose. Mm-hmm. And some people are going, you know, I'm getting really tired. He's getting overexposed. And I'm just going, well, he's right in that. First, he's right in that wave. Yeah. Some people are bitch like, well, that's going to cut into his Sherlock time. But he even he's like, I'm not leaving Sherlock anytime soon. Like, yeah. we're still doing that show. It's my favorite. You know, I'm, I love doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I think he's I think it's perfect casting. Yeah. I do. I know you're not a big Dr. Strange fan. Yeah. You know, because every time he comes in in the Marvel Universe, it's like, oh, shit's all going to go fucked
0: up. It's going to be be bad now. I don't know. I'm out. But, I mean, again, it
1: starts to bring more magic into the movie universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of like, all right. Like, they're getting away from that realistic kind of, hey, you know, like, here's Iron Man. It's all tech. It's all heavy. Here's Captain America. It's a science experiment kind of gone wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of all these little things but it's all even thor they kind of did what you guys call magic we call science it's still in that believable kind of like uh, all right but now you're dealing with dr strange a guy who's completely mad he's mystical you know so i'm curious to see how they're going to like portray that and i think they got the best guy for it it's way better than uh Hair, lip. What's his face? Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Well, that's his
0: thing because he was pretty close. I mean, that was he his was face. close. They were they were they were in uh, talking <clears throat> uh, contract talks at that point with him, <clears throat> and uh, he just walked away from the project, and that's why Derek, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was the next in line, basically. Mm, yeah. So we've could have had a completely different doc- Doctor Strange as we know. I mean, well,
1: harder we than we think. Possibly. I, am, I mean, I think you know Benedict Cumberbatch first. It's gotta be the best name ever. <laughs>
2: Best, it really is.
1: I mean, you couldn't get more British than if it was you know, Snidely Whiplash.
2: Eh. Like, you know, <laughs> I, that would be amazing. If I have a kid, I'm naming like, him Snidely Whiplash. He is
1: definitely very, very British, and I I, I love it. I'm like, yeah, I think he's great. I think he'll be fine for the role. I'm interested in hearing his American accent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: I mean, Doctor Strange always kind of comes off as, as snotty anyway. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you ever watch his version of Sherlock, he kind of comes off a little snotty, so I can almost throw a goatee on him and maybe mm-hmm. just shit with his hands, and, yeah, all right, I can see it. Like, yeah. uh...
2: He really is such a snot, but he's so good at it.
0: All right, so what else you got there, Ed? Are Fred Miller and Scott Snyder gearing up for a third Dark Knight comic? <gasps> are they? Oh, well, Ed, are they? You're the one with the article. <laughs> well, apparently, Rick Johnson, Johnston... Of Bleeding Cool reports, the third Dark Knight story from Miller's is being discussed at the DC Comics headquarters. And that Miller wants to write the comic with current Batman writer Scott Snyder, who earned critical acclaim for his massive sales with stories like Death in the Family and Zero Year.
1: Yeah, those two—death of the death of the family and Year. year.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't read Year, but I did you know, read Death of the Family. That was—it was good. He he has yeah.
1: definitely invigorated Batman with like a new blood, and it's dark and it's gritty. And Frank Miller, I think I think can play real well in there story wise. Mm-hmm. And he's worked with Scott Snyder. I mean, it'd be, it's an interesting—it's like a power couple almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, but you know, Frank Miller did help bring. The goddamn Batman. Back (laughs) into the fold.
0: (laughs) According, though, Miller won't be drawing this installment himself due to poor health. As a result, DC is considering hiring a different artist for each issue of the miniseries. Names are being thrown around, like, of course... uh, uh, I would say Jim Lee. Jim Lee was at the top of the list. Yeah. And Andy Colbert.
1: Okay, I've got to see his work, but...
0: I mean, everyone knew was Jim Lee. Oh, I'm sorry, one. no, no, I'm sorry. Jim Lee was the top of the list, but they, they didn't mention anybody else. But they could say whatever happened to the Cape Crusader artist Andy Cobert and current Batman artist Greg Capullo.
1: Yeah, he's working. He he works with Snyder in the in his run, mm-hmm. in Snyder's run, and he does some great artwork. Great artwork. But I mean, I think if you're going to go with like a like I would like like Frank Miller, Jim Lee held, drew the Batman and Robin miniseries that Frank Miller wrote. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I've i always liked Jim Lee's art, you know, so I would like to see that combination.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll
1: see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of curious to see what kind of story that would be.
0: Uh, you know what? It was here a second ago, and I <laughs> misplaced it here. I go before I never... shuffle, Basically, shuffle, what shuffle, it shuffle. was, it was, uh, it's the end of Kelly's career as Robin. Oh, Kelly, she... Ka- Ka- <laughs> Ka- Ka- Carrie Kelly? Carrie Kelly, thank you. Carrie Kelly she's an old lady and she's now trying to find the mantle for the next uh, person that will protect the city of Gotham.
1: So, so it's, it's a her
0: story? It's a her story. Okay.
1: Why make it Batman story then?
0: Just saying. I <laughs> he's dead. Right, if I'm saying why well, call it Batman <laughs> if it's about Robin? <laughs> Alright. Um,
1: sure, why not? I'm, I'm willing to go forgo that. Sure, why not?
0: Yeah, I'm all in. Right.
1: I'm in. And what else you got?
0: Jeez. Oh, he said like, I gotta be, like, faster with you. Oh,
2: you
0: know i saying. I could try and post these before I...
2: You could. But then it wouldn't be fun.
0: There we go. How about this one, kids? The next James Bond movie. We've got a title, cast, plot details, and the first
2: poster.
1: I saw that post. I am so excited for the next <laughs> James Bond movie.
2: I gotta say, I'm kind of excited about Christoph Waltz. I freaking love him. He, he's such a dick in the movie. Here's the problem. He's so good at if it. If
1: you saw um, Skyfall, mm. Javier Bardem, Bardem or whatever <clears throat> the hell his Javier is.
2: Bardem, yeah,
1: was so good as a Bond villain. He's mm. he's, a, he's a tough act to follow. Yeah, but they got the best guy to follow him. Yes, and he's playing Blowfield, which is the biggest icon of all Bond villains. Mm. He is like if you he's he's like. The Joker to Batman.
2: Hmm. Nice.
1: You know, and he's head of the organization Spectre,
0: which uh, is uh, the name of the movie. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it's going called, called Spectre. They're going to have, of course, Christopher Waltz, as you said, Leah Sadox from Beauty and the Beast, Monica. Sado. do. Thank you. Monica Bellucci, Bellucci from the Brothers Grimm, and Guardians Shoot. of the Galaxy, David Bautista, you, oh, thank you, Dave Bautista. Yeah, Bautista. And he, Sherlock's Andrew Scott.
2: That okay. one I can't name. Andrew okay. Scott's in fucking everything. Um, <laughs> but Bautista,
1: I knew um, Maria Bellucci, She was also in. Um, she was also in the last two um, Matrix movies.
2: Okay, I'm kind you, of excited yeah. to see Bautista.
1: Like, so I, if, if you saw, like, if you if you seen her, you would go, "Oh, I know exactly who she is." Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just saying, that for Monica, cause that was a big deal because she's also an older woman. For her to be a Bond girl was like a big deal too. It's like, all right, older women are getting to become Bond girls, woo! Yeah, but she's also super sexy, and right. super Italian. You know, um, the other girl, all right. You know, um, I'm curious. It's Bond, so I'm yeah. in. Yeah, I've I've been in. I've seen every single Bond movie. Yes, even the bad ones <laughs> that says Roger Moore on it.
2: Oh! <laughs> oh! Dick. Ouch. Damn. BBC. I don't know if you noticed. BBC America has been playing a lot of um, Bond lately. Probably a run up to to the new movie, but um, it's like every time I put it on, or every other time I put it on, they're playing a Bond movie.
1: It's because Bond, Bond's as British as you can get. It's he, he's like there. you No, but this is
2: this is relatively recently that they started doing this. Because before that, like it was a lot of Star Trek, a lot of Top Gear, um, yeah. you know, and then. So, but yeah, it's
1: or maybe Spike TV's contract ran out, so that's why they're not running them anymore. <laughs> because <Maybe. laughs> it seems like Spike always has those hey uh, marathon of Bond flicks.
0: And of course, we get our normal cast: Daniel Craig as Bond, Ralph Fiennes as M, Ben Winshaw as Q, cool. Neoma Harris as Money Penny, and I, Rory Kinnear as. I saw. Adam. I saw
1: an interesting little article. I know it's not on your list. Yeah. Because it's related to Bond, and I just saw what you just posted, so it's got nothing to do.
0: Yeah. Uh, Daniel
1: Craig said Mike Myers fucked it up for uh, Bond. Like, oh, uh... it, was, it was an article like saying like Bond's taking kind of more of a darker, serious, more tone than than usual. And he's like, yeah, to be quite honest, I love Mike Myers, and he's great and all, but his his take on Austin Powers pretty much fucked it up for everybody else. Huh. Like he, that's the reason why we, went to, in order to be taken seriously, we had to go in serious. We had to restart the series more gritty and it's more so darker
2: bizarre to me I mean it's bizarre to me anyway um just because like I see them as two different entities like one yeah one is is a, a sort of like a, a, a satire of the other but two different entities like well yeah but I mean
1: like Bond, uh, Austin Powers is, is the they did like 60s style like a man from mm-hmm. uh, Flint uh, with Roger Robert Colburn I think it was his name yeah was. You know, it was, it was definitely like those 60 styles films, like even the original Casino Royale, the movies mm -hmm. was a a, a comedy, you know, um, busting basically kind of like the naked gun version of Mm. a Bond movie. Yeah. You know, as far as not taking it seriously, I think with, you know, when you got the Austin Powers age, it did kind of have to, like, you were still trying to compete with the, the Pierce Brosnan Bond Mm. and that did get kind of hokey. Because like, everyone wanted those, like, those gadgets and those one, quick one-liners and, you know, like the Roger Moore era. I'm well, say. I'm saying
0: there was, there was a formula. And, I mean, you know, like, Connery, because because of the age it was in the 60s, Connery could do it seriously, like, that bond at that time because there was mm-hmm. the Cold War. And everybody, mm-hmm. you know, could fight, you know, the Japanese could be doing something in the Russians or so on. Right. So there was, there was that a- opportunity where it was, like, the perfect timing to get these bonds. And then when the 70s came out... It wasn't so much anymore. You know, it was yeah. a little bit, but it wasn't too much. And like Roger Moore and that area just kind of was like more comedyesque, You know, it was yeah. like more of like, you know, he give you a wink, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Almost. He mm-hmm. you know, wasn't really in the film, but you know, you kind of feel like, you know, if I was like looking right at him, he would go, you know, yeah. like, it, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. It was definitely tom- more tongue in cheek. It was kind of playing to the audience going, look at me, I'm bon, ban- 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 ban. you know.
0: <laughs> and then in the 80s, when Timothy Dawn took over, that's kind of where it was falling apart because, yeah. like, you know, they, they, all the the people wouldn't give them. Sony wouldn't give them the money. You know, they yeah. wouldn't, you know, would, and it would go, who would who would uh, run Bond at that point? And then its last film, it was cut so bad. It was supposed to be done in Japan. Mm-hmm. They had to move it all in Mexico. It was way cheaper. Yeah. The trucking company that all those trunk studs are on they built them. They gave them for free basically because it's like put our name in the film because, mm-hmm. you know, we built these trucks. Oh, you know give us documentary on the, on the on the you know on videos and stuff so that way people know our name yeah. so that's how they got it. They were reeling and dealing to make this film and then of course, after that it was six years that we yeah. went bondless yeah until uh
1: Pierce came P- back. Pierce yeah. came we'll in, die
0: you know, but they still felt they wanted to go back to the original with Connery yeah. doing that that formula and it worked for four pictures, yeah, you yeah. know
1: but I, and again, I think now um Movies, movie audiences always seem to get smarter, mm. regardless of what they're seeing. Even though mm-hmm. I think their choices are dumber, mm. um, so I do think that the, the 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 Craig, the Daniel Craig era, I think has to be more grittier, has to be more realistic. Like more, I think people want to see down and dirty because it, it's it's kind of hard to compete. How do you compete with a man flying in the air? Mm. Like you can't. Like with Bond, I think you have to kind of go. More grounded, more dirty, more nasty. Yeah. Like, I think that's. Yeah, I mean, there's
0: certain elements, though, I still miss. Like, I, you still want to hear that theme. I mean, to yeah, yeah, the skyfall yeah. that yeah. they finally put it in there during a drive <sighs> scene, you're like, yeah. that's it. You know, yeah, like, you, and you're, you're now I'm a kid again, enjoying Bond, yeah. you know, like, feeling great about that it. That is
1: one thing I do agree that, that, regardless, you need that theme. That theme is, that is, that is as iconic as, no, 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 Batman. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you want to go run... I want to jump out that window and shoot spies. Like, <laughs> like, when, I, when I hear that song, that, that theme, I want to be... I, I'm i the kick-ass spy. Johnny's
2: going to come in. Mm-hmm. The fuck happened to the window? Like,
1: I've got my super jet hidden mm-hmm. jetpack. Sean thought one. he could go kill spies. Just, I, I don't know. Jump through that window, jet off my jetpack. Hop in my Aston Martin DB10 now. All uh, right, yes. I've, seen, I've seen the car. Looks yes. fucking awesome. Hop in that. Do burn a little rubber. Get chased by the bad guys. Shoot the. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for that car, there'd be no Spy Hunter video game. Yeah. You know, like I would shoot the oil behind it, the smoke screen, the bulletproof glass. Come on. Yeah. Like I, when you hear that theme, you just want to know. When you hear that theme, asses are about to get kicked. kicked. Now, yeah, we're gonna enjoy it.
2: All right, what else? Biatch.
1: Rumor. What else will be our last and final? Uh, uh, our last that? one? Pick uh, a good one. Well,
0: take that one. Do you have another uh, one after that? Let me see. I got a couple more after that. Don't okay, me. fine. So maybe I even speak short. I just want to – real quick now that you've done that to me.
1: Well, I'm saying it's, it's... – All right, two
0: more. There's three more. Three more. I'll give you three okay. more. I got three more. Okay. This one I'll do because it's already up here, so I'm just going to post it. Because this one's a rumor of the day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because I'm okay. flipping around. I'm from, looking over here. Remember, remember the day, day Andy Serkis has
0: not one but two roles in Star Wars The Force Awakens. <laughs> well, you all know the actor Andy Serkis is in the, this, the mysterious voice behind the Star Wars, the, you know, the trailer. Yes. Okay. You know, so, however, though, we don't know what, what character he's actually going to play in the movie, but he's actually going to play an actual role. Yeah. He's a, it's the first time you're actually seeing Andy Serkis in the movie after since his portrayal got uh, God. But he's also going to play Star Wars characters, alien characters. As, Makes sense, right? So that's that's pretty much it. <clears throat> when you got
1: when when actually I thought the article was going to be more about the um, the idea that this might be the year that he gets nominated for an Oscar for his role in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, because um, that movie is he is so fucking good. It annoys me every time he's in a movie. Because I know he's going to bring character development. He's going to bring the characteristics to the character, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he's so good at doing it. But the, the academy seems to overlook him because mm-hmm. instead of wearing traditional makeup, he's wearing a digital makeup. Yeah. Okay. It's still the You know, like he should have been nominated for Gollum. He should have been. He should be nominated for Caesar for the. You know, I can't tell you how many times he's been in a movie where he gets motion captured. Body language alone makes you feel for these characters. Mm-hmm. And his voice portrayal. I mean, he's the voice of Caesar. Just because you don't physically see him underneath the makeup, doesn't t- it? It actually is more incredible that you buy that character. Yeah. So I mean, you know, what? I'm glad JJ's actually putting him in front of the camera as a actor, as well as behind the scenes as a motion capture guy. You know, I think yeah. I think it benefits the movie. It can only enhance the movie if you have him in motion capture. As well as, I think, it, it's giving him the honor of seeing his face. Because a lot of people know his name, but a lot of people don't know his face. Yeah. yeah. The last time I saw him in an actual movie was 13 Going on 30.
0: Mm. Really?
1: Yeah. He played um, Jennifer Garner's boss.
2: Oh. See, and I think I've seen him a couple times, like in interviews and stuff. If he came up and punched me in the face on the street, I would have no clue to him.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, that's why I kind of think I... I just got hit in the face. Knew that was? No. <laughs> it was 80 gonna... Circus. Who's that? Oh. Who's that? The guy who played Gollum.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Oh, my Why God. Come you... back and punch oh, me just... again. It's the guy who was Caesar. Oh, my God. I'm going to punch in the face by a guy.
0: Okay. So what's next? and the holograms. Head to <clears> comics <throat> for the first time in 2015.
1: Really uh, working that. Uh, hey, we got a movie coming out. Let's start sucking up as much <laughs> fun as we can get.
2: Well, Hasbro... It better be fucking good. That's all I got to has say. Hasbro? You mean has been? Has, ah!
0: Hasbro has, of course, Transformers and G.I. Joe comics published by IDW Publishing. So they thought, oh. since the movie's coming out, why, why not sure. start the, this thing? So basically... Jumpstart the whole...
2: Yeah. I mean, I've seen... I, I had seen this article posted, and they actually posted a retraction because the art that they had posted... Was wrong? Was, well, it was actually fan art. It uh, wasn't official, like, from the comic. The art
1: that Eds has now in the article, is that
2: uh Let me take a look. Have you posted it yet? Yes. Yeah, <coughs> Let me see.
1: Oh, while we wait. So go ahead. So basically, they decide to reboot yeah, the. So they're uh, going
2: to
0: have Kelly Thompson, the girl who will be king, as a writer <coughs> and artist. Ross Campbell
2: yeah. from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's the fake. One. That's that's yeah. That's fan art. All right. All man, right either sure. way. But either I mean, it looks the articles. It looks pretty valid. interesting. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, I would check it out. But I'm going again, cautiously optimistic.
1: Well, I mean, comic book wise, I mean. As a comic book collector, you buy the first ep- issue. Yeah. And you could put it away and go, yeah, okay, whatever. And it wasn't,
2: you know, I mean, this would be a first. I mean, it wasn't a comic when I was a kid. Mm. Right. It was, you know, it was a cartoon and yeah. a doll series, you know. So, you know, for that, like, I, exactly. Like, would, I would. But this is this something would you try to read?
0: Mm-hmm. All right.
2: Yeah. Like, I would, I would probably pick it up. If I really like it, then great. It's staying in my collection. If I don't like it, I might keep it anyway um because well, i i do you... have i have all the dolls i have the sets i have the cars like yeah i have all the toys from when i was a kid so it see, would one be... way or
0: another it's going to be one of those things that if you start collecting yeah. first issues or whatever and you put them away eventually they'll make money because those... oh no <clears> i'm <throat>
2: not intending on ever making money like i i actually it's just for our own personal question, yeah right? basically like
0: somebody somewhere it's some down the line will go
2: yeah and
1: erica died and she had all this junk in her her. <laughs> In her garage. And, Send it uh, to Goodwill. And then, you know, here's some gem in the hologram so What the hell is that? I don't know. Your aunt was in it the
2: It's that
0: Kirk's failed up. movie they put out. Yeah. Have yeah. <laughs> seen com-
3: that
1: movie?
2: Yeah. Yeah, we all did. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one who liked it. We all sold them basic cable yeah, for free. Erica
0: kept push- <laughs> trying to push it. It didn't work. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I, 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 she was so depressed, she just kept buying shit about it. it just, I don't know. Hoping that one day she kept buying stuff to wash away the sin. <laughs> 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 All right. if i buy more stuff it won't suck <laughs> i'll just forget if
1: i buy more great stuff that one piece of bad art won't ever haunt me <laughs> right, what's your next
0: article check out doug jones kickstarter campaign for revamp nosferatu project what
2: okay
1: so he wants to be uh, the original Nosferatu. He wants Re- to do
0: the original Nosferatu. Of course, if anybody okay. doesn't know who Doug Jones is at this point, he's a character actor that's portrayed... Let me put it...
1: Uh, I'll, I can put it this way. He is the guy behind the scenes that nobody knows. Exactly. Versus yeah. Andy Serkis, who everybody knows.
0: Right.
2: Oh, he did... Um, he, did he did Ape, did Ape City and, and, yeah. and
0: uh, Which, oh Boy. He did the, one of the but that cash was on, characters and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, but it was the does, other
2: guy did The Voice. Uh
0: Oh yeah was was uh, uh, David Hyde Pierce Yeah thank the voice. you Well actually David in the first movie. first movie He did it in the second movie Right
2: Oh okay See and, and I haven't I haven't seen the second Hellboy Really not many people have Yeah so I have and It's awesome. huh. yeah, I yeah,
1: like yeah, it yeah. He also is like the lead alien From Fawn Skies He does okay. He is like the guy you get When you want a tall Thin character Behind makeup
0: Yes But he He's the nicest guy You'll ever meet You go to a con mm-hmm. He every person doesn't matter how long his line is. Every person he'll get up, hug you. Well, that's ha- awesome. Take a selfie with you, like do all that stuff. Good thing uh, he will talk to you, like you know, on and on. He, and on. Yeah, he
1: is very appreciative of his fandom.
2: Right. That's awesome.
1: The problem is, is that if you put him <clears throat> and Andy the circus together in a room, and you know, more people know Andy than they know Doug. Mm. They'll know Doug from all like he was also Silver Surfer, right? In okay. the Fantastic, yeah. The good, again, even though they got um. Lawrence Fishburne to do the voice. So it's one of those, like he's famous, but he's underground famous where if let me put it this way, if Andy Circus gets an Oscar for any role that he portrays.
2: Oh, that's Andy Circus.
1: Doug Jones is going to be
2: pissed. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, but also it could open a door for some of his work being more recognized in, in future adventures.
0: So I'm going to play the, the, quick video here of uh doug jones's uh plea for money Money. Money, yes okay
1: all right so it starts off it's it's clips from the original nosferatu the silent
4: hi i'm david fisher writer director of this new vision of nosferatu and i've always felt that masters of old told these stories the best. And that's why we want to resurrect these legendary tales back from the grave, where high-tech meets the classics of horror for a new generation of fans and die-hard ones as well. And now we invite you to join us Mm. to bring back the original and greatest vampire tale ever told, Nosferatu. Bless you. The (coughs) iconic image of Max Shrek's menacing Count Orlok still lives on as the first true vampire tale ever filmed. And there's only one man today.
3: Who could play him?
1: Andy Serkis! <laughs> I am Doug Jones. Oh, it's Doug Jones, sorry.
3: From all kinds of movies, like the Hellboy movies, where I played Abe Sapien, the Blue Fish Guy, or the Fantastic Four sequel, in which I was the Silver Surfer, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, I was the Fawn, and the Pale Man. Journalists often ask me, What's a character that you haven't played yet that you would love to? And my answer has been this. Nosferatu. Nosferatu.
4: <laughs> we have a lot of experience making a movie like this on a small budget, as we've already done it before. A while back we did another classic masterpiece of horror called The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, in which we Ooh. pioneered a brand new technique never before seen in the history of filmmaking. <laughs> That's because no one saw the By movie! elements such as backgrounds and sets scanned from the original film, we were able to shoot modern-day actors on green screen, then digitally layer them into imagery taken from a movie filmed nearly a hundred years ago. We coined the phrase visual remix because it's similar to remixing a song, where something new and different is added, such as costumes, music, and dialogue that never existed in the silent version, while still retaining the true spirit of the original. We decided to use the same process again on Nosferatu because, one, the process works and two, there's just an immense amount of uh, advancement in technology since we shot the last film. And we've already gotten underway with an amazing team of artists, including Oscar-nominated effects wizard Mike Elizalde, who's already created Doug's makeup for this frightening new vision of Nosferatu. Would my name is Mike white. Elizalde. I design creatures and prosthetics and makeup effects and robotics at my company, Spectral Motion. We've done both of the Hellboy movies, we've done uh, X Men and Fantastic Four movies. I've worked with Doug Jones for over 12 years now. So, my role in this project is to create uh, a prosthetic makeup. How long is this video? To create the. Another minute uh, It's an
3: adaptation of for the original
4: Nosferatu. That's one of the first images that I saw as a child that really stuck with me. I just thought it was super cool. I thought, that's... That that's good. At least is yeah. mm-hmm. on, right? on our doing page, right? It is on our page, Okay. But creating a film like this is a daunting challenge. Why? And you'll never see anything like it from a Hollywood studio. So here are some of the production elements we need your support for to make it happen. Soundstage rental. Costumes. Crew. Casting.
3: Camera sound, and visual effects. Crowdfunding becomes, for me personally, a a really important part of this type of filmmaking. Uh, This is an independent film, for sure.
4: And what excites me about
3: crowdfunding, too, is being able to directly involve the fans. So, what's in it for you? Well, a whole bunch of stuff. If you look around the page here somewhere, you're going to see a whole bunch of incentives. All kinds of fun things, signed things, participatory things that I myself will indeed be involved with. We want to both honor the masters and bring these legendary
4: characters back out of the shadows and reintroduce them to a modern day audience.
3: Playing Nosferatu has always been a dream of mine. I now plead to you to help that dream come true and to partner with us in making this classic tale come to life in a whole new modern way. And I get to play him.
2: By the way, they did hit their goal. Oh, yeah. So, if I'm um, looking at their Kickstarter page now. If you go on there... Um are they still taking they're, pledges. They are still taking pledges. So what's there's the, two goal packages that are what available.
1: Saying, what's the what's the big one?
2: All right, so it's $50, you get a hat, an Osferatu hat and a signed poster. For okay. 35 Most you get the hat great. and yeah. just the poster. So, but yeah, they they had a $60,000 goal. They blew that away. They are currently at $67,551. Yeah, all
1: right, how many days did they have it up
0: for like
2: um, you know what? It doesn't say, but the project was success successfully funded four right. days ago. Yeah,
0: all right. So that's uh you know it was interesting because especially the, the, the way they're going to do it, they're gonna scan the whole movie and basically use the old stuff. So it's not like they're recreating the whole movie shot for shot. In a way, they are, but it's just they're, you're using the old product, they're, so they're, they're still re- using some of the classic elements of it.
1: Right. They're recycling the old stuff to kind of give it that classic feel. Yeah. And also, I mean, a lot of the visual, like how it was filmed is hard to reproduce today because everything is so crisp and clear mm-hmm. and digital. All right. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm a huge Dracula fan. I'm a huge Nosferatu fan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm curious, but I'm
2: also not excited. I I'm interested to see what they do with it especially <clears throat> given that they're doing they're not necessarily I, doing it I, honest, with cause, digital because to me it, all it feels like is
1: there's a video game called U Star mm-hmm. where you get a, where you get a camera and you get a green screen mm-hmm. and they give you a scene and you act out that scene in mm-hmm. camera and then you, that scene could be in Blue's brothers and all they do is they replace you with the actor like I've done it a couple times mm-hmm. you know when with uh, for game night kind of thing, where mm-hmm. we would go, and that's where uh, we we did like the whole uh, um, they did coming to America, the whole bar scene, mm-hmm. where it's like I'm gonna tear you apart, you know that yeah. that whole those scenes, and all it really is is you're just digitally re- inter- inserting you into the mm-hmm. into the fold, mm-hmm. uh, replacing the character. So I mean, the technology's always been there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of feel like. It's, it's an interesting, like, they already did it once on a film no one's ever heard of. <laughs> Doing it again, or they're just going to keep, you know, th- again, throwing darts and hopefully sooner or later they'll hit a bullseye, because I don't think that movie's going to hit theaters. Right. It's definitely going to be a... Uh,
0: to dvd type of style.
1: Which, again, I'm, I'm all for it. It seems to be like a glorified fan film.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, oh honestly,
1: I mean, you got, you have, it's a bunch of famous people getting together to do a fan film. And asking people to fund that fan film and to be able to lower the cost to be able to bring it to the market. And again,
0: it's good theory. I'm just it's just it's one of those type of things where it's just like they're trying something new. I mean, you gotta figure how Doug Jones' career is, is basically like you said, he's just a guy, makeup guy that, you know, yeah, he's nobody's really heard of, but you they've seen him and I know who he is <clears throat> Right, that's his makeup he, that's you know. the reason
1: why he described had described who Ape Sapien was. Like the fish guy from Help, yeah. like mm-hmm. you know, I was Silver Surfer, and he he, ha, he has to tell you his roles because yeah. no one knows the name, no one knows his name, yeah. Which I can understand. That sure, that's it's you know part of the the curse of being a makeup guy, like right. mm-hmm. you know, being a special effects behind the scenes guy.
0: But it's just like you know, it's like it's I'm in awe because of like you know he he portrays a character. And gives a little bit more than just you know just standing there. I mean you know his sure. movements do you know require some kind of like oh, art to it. Like no 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 no.
1: He don't don't for, don't think for a second I don't. I'm not disagreeing yeah.
0: with you. I'm not. I'm not saying that you're you're against the idea. Or no, like I, I do. I'm think, just saying this is what I feel like. You know I feel like he's one of those kind of people that it's just like you know what like every time I see him on the screen when he does something like like he scared the crap out of me in the just in Buffy the Vampire. Well, yeah, of- that hush episode of so the Gentleman is fucking
1: scary, scary as hell. As hell right. You know, it goes down as a classic scary... To me, that's super scary. Right. You know, him as Abe Sapien, it was... It, he's great in that, too. Mm-hmm. He does have the ability to make every character he is his own. Mm-hmm. Like, Silver Surfer, great interpretation. Shitty film, great interpretation of yeah. Silver Surfer. Yeah. You know, so I'm not... I'm not slamming him for his acting choices or his acting ability because he's a fine actor. You know, he's just like I said. He is. He's been doing it longer than Andy Circus, but Andy Circus is kind of like the rock star. Right. Like if I'll put it this way, if uh, Andy Circus was Kiss, Doug Jones would be Mini Kiss, just as popular, <laughs> but not as famous.
0: You know. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I agree with you. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. But, I mean, that's the thing. Like, like the difference between the two is that Doug Jones is doing it longer. But, unfortunately, mm-hmm. the roles that he's picked are not the grand Slam home run yeah. projects. Right. Amy Circus got lucky. It's, yeah.
1: it's yeah. definitely, like, uh, in the right place, right time. It is. It's like any kind of, of fame. Mm-hmm. It's, it has to be. It's the right place, right time. A yeah. lot of luck. More yeah. certain skill. Yeah. You know, like, everybody who says, oh, I was an overnight succession, laugh, because it's like, it took me five years to become an overnight succession. Or I've been in this business for 15 years. Yeah. Like, you know, Doug Jones has been, I think he was also a Predator. You know, back in, I think, Predator 2 Days, I think. Mm. Like, he's been around for ages. Yeah. So, Um, I mean, he has that reputation in that. I mean, well, the Buffy alone, that Hush episode, it's got to be like 10 years old at least.
0: More than that now at this point. Yeah, at this point.
1: So, he's, he's, he's there. I mean, he's...
2: 1999.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, he's a staple of, you know, of... I would say special effects. He's the guy you call. Yeah. You know, when you want to do practical effects, Andy's good at digital effects.
0: effects right. There you go. All right. That's
1: a good way like Andy's the, the the clean up slick stylistic digital version of what Doug Jones does.
0: He's the Doug,
1: Doug Jones is the OG of Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: character acting.
1: <laughs> yeah, the best way I would say it is like Doug Jones would probably be he's like. He's like
2: the Boris Karloff. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A good, or yeah, the Lon Chaney.
1: Yeah, the Lon Chaney of the, of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Where, you know. Uh, okay, he, here's a good way of putting it Doug Jones would be kind of like the David Coffinfield, and Andy Serkis would be more like Chris Angel. All right. All right. You know, one gritty, everybody knows his name, and he's kind of like he's a safe bet. And Chris Angel's more like the rock star. Like, whoa, look at me! Yeah! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say I wouldn't do David Blaine because I hate him. But <laughs> Chris, I, Chris Angel is, you know, he's the flash and glam and the 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 modern rock star of magicians today. Uh, where I think Doug Jones is more like the classic David Copperfield kind of guy. Like
0: Chris Angel's a wuss though. But. Well, yeah,
1: still. So, you know, I always notice I to bring Penn and Tyler next because they're in a class all their own. Nobody matches them. Nope. Yeah, so. All right. Well. I guess look for notes for not a to come yeah. a DVD store near you like <laughs> well, probably, probably out
0: on release leases of the week when it comes out. Right? <coughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll
1: definitely check it out. You know, I mean, I do, I think the concept is interesting.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah. You know, just so
2: you know, too, I'm looking at um, I think you're
1: cheating a little bit, All right.
2: I'm looking at <laughs> Doug Jones's uh Facebook or um, IMDb page, uh. and uh, they announced to Hellboy 3, it's rumored that he's going to be doing Ape Sapien again.
1: Yeah, it's probably a safe bet. Yeah. So. I mean, the only way he wouldn't do it is if there was a problem mm. in production with like falling sky. He has a
2: ton of shit. Exactly.
1: Man. He is. He's the guy. He's the guy. And no. A one lot knows. of it's.
2: A lot of what I'm looking at, like you know, usually you'll see you know two, maybe three, maybe four that are in production or post production. He has a ton of shit that's all in pre-production, post-production yeah. stuff that's completed, but it's not out yet
1: yeah he's the guy a lot play. of stuff he's the guy he yeah. is yeah. he's the guy if you want a pr- um practical prosthetic effect
2: yeah
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah
1: i mean I, you can't you can't you can't take that away from him
2: right he has a bachelor's in telecommunications
1: and i do good he can help us with the show yeah <laughs> <laughs> i do think the makeup looks phenomenal Mm-hmm. i mean he's no max Shrek, but max Shrek had his own looks to it you know he looked creepy and scary but yeah hey, it's also 100 years old yeah and time. they
2: they had the benefit of you know not having hd quality so you yeah. you know you didn't have to worry about every single scene yeah yeah so, so
0: all right well yeah. uh, is that it, it that is it like you said to okay. wrap it up so it's uh all right so
1: um as always thank you for listening yay and you if you want to catch us live you can do so every sunday
0: night here on aquanet dot com iTunes Radio, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. Don't if, forget! Don't forget to hit our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and like us. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters,
2: or follow us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio.
1: And don't forget if you want to listen to this, if you want to listen to a replay of this, we break, we break it down for you in small, easy bites of hours a piece with bonus material. Yeah, you can do. You can get those episodes on our website, wordswithgeeks. dot com,
0: or on iTunes. Just type in "Geeksters." But if you want to contact Sean and just say hello, or just want to talk to him anyway, you can contact him Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact
1: Erica, you can contact her at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K.
2: Or you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks. All right, we'll see you next week. Total Bye. Hey, everybody! We're back.
1: Welcome back. So, we hope you enjoyed the program, the fine program that we give to you where we put our heart and souls in every week.
0: You do? Oh,
1: I try. <laughs> I mean, if I had a soul, yes. Or a heart, definitely. You know,
0: okay. Figuratively.
1: Yes, most of it's just quiet ambivalence.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you can kind of already know that, you know, if you find fans of the program, um... Yeah, we really hope you enjoyed it. Really, I, honestly, and truly. Yeah, you know? I mean, we keep growing and growing, and I, I, I know I don't say it enough, but I personally, from the bottom of my tiny little heart, thank each and every one of you. <laughs> that will gag. <laughs> um, so yeah, so um, we hope you tune in next week um, when we go live on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio, tuned in and iHeartRadio.com. Radio Decca. District Rank whatever at Rio and that's apps. And that's on Sundays on those fine stations from 6 to 930 ish. Eastern time. That's right. Um, but if you're one of the fine folks who don't have time to listen to us live, we understand it's the holidays. You're probably busy, and Sundays are free now because Walking Dead's over for the for the winter break. Yeah. So, you know, you might have a little bit more free time. So you do a little shopping. I understand. You know. But, I mean, so you're obviously listening to this via the podcast. But if
0: you're in a long line waiting to to buy your presents for Christmas, you have your mobile phone. Pull it out. Go to Facebook. Go to Geeksters Radio on Facebook and like us. And
1: it should tell you, if you click on the About page, You can find where you can download present and past and future episodes.
0: You can also stream it, too, while you're waiting in line.
1: That's right. And you can blast it through your speakers and bring
0: everyone around you.
1: A little joy. And when people go, where'd you get that at? You can go, well, I got it at wordswithgeeks.com. Or I got it from iTunes. Yeah. It's free. It don't cost nothing. It's free. Even in this time of giving, free is still king.
0: (laughs) We make Christmas all year long. We put the mass in Christmas.
2: There
1: you go. <laughs> so we put the Christ in Christmas. Everyone's going, Christ, I can't believe I still listen to this. <laughs> Christ, it's been 116 episodes. I don't know why. I keep thinking, maybe one day i will get really good. I want to be there on the bandwagon. I want to be that guy that when they hit big, I can go... Fuck you guys! You guys are all bandwagoners. I was there since episode zero. I'm a OG geekster. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you guys are just noobs jumping on the bandwagon.
0: <laughs> but those of you are jumping on the bandwagon, thank you, thank
1: you, and welcome. <laughs> yes. Don't listen to those people. They're old and cranky. <laughs> You know, you just you stumble upon what's new and hip and fresh. Yes. You know? You're finally getting you're finally getting to hang out with the cool crowd. There you go. That's the way you should look at it. Don't listen to those grumpy old G geeksters that kinda go, I remember back in my day in episode zero, you know what they're talking about? Star Wars <laughs> What are they
0: talking about What up there one sixteen? Star Wars. <laughs> but now it's all that new hip and flashy Star Wars. <laughs>
1: All that J.J. Abrams crap. I'm talking George Lucas episode four. (laughs) 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 But it was just a teenage boy in a sad place full of ass. (laughs) Saving the galaxy one bullet at a time him and his wacky robots crossing the desert in space stations and space planes and shooting at a big moon. But that was no moon. That was a death star. No, not you kids. You kids are all talking about pod races and Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking about a major, major segue. We're trying to wrap up the show and all of a sudden, i a grumpy old man sitting on my lawn going, damn okay, you kids! So, all you cool, hip kids, all of you who are listening, we thank you. And if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at com. Or you can contact
0: Sean at sean at com. Or you can contact
1: Erica at
0: erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K.
1: And uh, we'll tune in next week when we will be talking about movies, nerd news, video games, <laughs> whatever else we decide to talk about. <laughs>
0: Whatever, whatever strikes our fancy. Yes, sweet. the
1: show is very on the fly. Yes. So, uh, we hope to see you next. Here, we hope to hear from you next week. Ah. Until then. <laughs> yeah, you never know
0: when something funny is going to happen on this show. Did something funny happen? Yeah. You'd never know it. <laughs>